You're listening to Comedy Central. Tonight, people are outraged that Ellen DeGeneres was smiling in a photo with George W. Bush. You think they're mad now? Just wait till I leak my sex tape with Mike Pence. (laughs) I'm both a bottom and a top. (laughs) Then we talk about mental health, which according to Twitter makes me very brave. (laughs) Then I travel to South Africa to learn about some old school medical techniques. I've had hemorrhoids my whole life. At the moment, I shit and push. Couple of fingers, back up. Oh, shit. But first, the NBA has been in a week-long feud with China after the general manager of the Houston Rockets tweeted a message in support of Hong Kong. In response, the Chinese government removed all the team's merchandise from its e-commerce sites. Now, if Chinese kids want Houston Rockets gear, they'll have to steal it from the factory where they made it. The Chinese government did not allow players to speak to the press during the preseason game in Shanghai, and both players and reporters have been discouraged from talking about the controversy, which sounds bad, but we've all heard players talk in press conferences before. <laughs> like, like what, what are we really missing out on? Yeah, uh, China really brought their A game today. Uh, they have pressed their hearts out. I, uh... Look, they, they say there's no I in team, but there is an I in China, so I guess... <laughs> The real losers today are Hong Kong, but we'll get them next time. (laughs) Look, I say, if the Chinese government is going to crack down on athletes speaking out, then it's only fair that we should take something away from China. So no more towns. No more Chinatowns. Why are you the only country that gets a town in every city? I I visited China last year. There was no Australia town. No place for me to get a meat pie didgeridoo and a kangaroo pelt. I had to go to New Zealand town like a f***ing idiot. (laughs) I I did f*** a sheep because I wanted to assimilate. (laughs) Doctors are warning women not to use toothpaste to tighten their vaginas. (laughs) People actually thought that would work. Everyone knows you put toothpaste on your asshole as an anal loosener. And whitener. (laughs) Toothpaste in the vagina sounds crazy, but let's be honest, we've all experimented by rubbing unusual things on our genitals. Like like that time I masturbated with Icy Hot. (laughs) Did my doctor tell me not to? Yes. (laughs) Was he right? Yes. (laughs) Did I do it anyways and ejaculate semen that was both icy and hot? Yes. Did I then squeeze the semen back in the tube and put it back on the shelf at the Walgreens? Well, that's for a jury of my peers to decide. I... All right, who here loves ice cream? But hates the way it tastes? Well, good news. Ice cream flavored with the flesh of guinea pigs is a big hit in Ecuador. Yeah, guinea pig ice cream. That sounds like what someone who hates Italians would call gelato. (laughs) F***ing Italians with their linguido and their guinea pig ice cream. (laughs) 
And speaking of unlikely pairings, George W. Bush and Ellen DeGeneres were photographed together at a Dallas Cowboys game, triggering a wave of social media backlash against the talk show host. I'm sorry, but I don't understand the outcry. What was she supposed to do? Was she supposed to cover herself in blood and spend the entire game reading him Iraqi civilian <laughs> casualty stats? Yeah. In the lesbian world, that's called a once a month bukkake. focus on things that divide us. Folks on the right see that picture and think, why is George W. Bush hanging out with a lesbian? But Ellen is so much more than that. She's a humanitarian, a philanthropist and, a, and an inspiration. And the left sees George W. Bush and thinks, but he's a war criminal who destabilised the Middle East to secure power for corporate interests. But he's so much more than that. He also paints. <laughs> Isn't it a good thing that Ellen and George can put their differences aside? If you think about it, they, ha they have a lot in common. They're both rich, they're both married to women, they both help create ISIS, they both love to dance. Ellen dances on a show and George dances at the funeral for police officers. He says he doesn't drink anymore, but one sip from the blood of Christ and he's off to the races. <laughs> the fact that these two can forge a friendship isn't cause for outrage. It's a sign that maybe, maybe one day we might all be able to get along. I have a dream. <laughs> a dream that one day a lesbian and a Republican president can sit hand in hand at a sporting event and exchange small talk about how the new Tesla door handles are quite confusing. <laughs> I have a dream that one day people will not be judged by the colour of their political party, but by the content of their television show. <laughs> Let freedom ring from the hills of Hollywood to the skyscrapers in New York, and I guess let it ring in the middle bits if we must. <laughs> Why not? After the break, it's not toothpaste in a vagina, but wait till you see what I let an African traditional healer rub all over my body. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back. Last week was Mental Illness Awareness Week, and to celebrate, I scrolled through Instagram until I spiralled into a depression that I only snapped out of this morning. <laughs> I admit it was nice to see people supporting each other online. Even Hollywood got into the act by releasing a heartwarming tale about a misunderstood outcast who finally gets the help he needs and becomes an advocate for mental health services. I, 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 have, I haven't seen the movie, but this poster speaks to me. But America still has a serious mental health crisis. We have the second highest rate of depression in the world and other high-income countries aren't far behind. And I think it's because of dreams. <laughs> Having goals makes you sad, right? That's why wealthy countries are so depressed. People just trying to survive don't have the luxury of feeling bad because they'll never be a dancer. <laughs> They're too busy trying to cure their own hemorrhoids with a bag of wood chips. <laughs> As we know, seeing other people achieve their dreams only makes life more painful. 
everybody else's life looks so much more glamorous on Instagram than yours. It's also so easy to see all the things that we're missing out on. We're all suffering from FOMO, which is fear of missing out. In Africa, they have a similar thing called MOFO, which stands for more food, which is what they're scared of missing out on. A large part of mental health awareness is encouraging people to share their struggles, and, and I support that. But after a while, it becomes like a kind of depression porn. There, there are a lot of people out there with serious mental illnesses, but it really doesn't help when a reality TV star posts a picture of themselves in bed with no makeup saying, I too struggle with depression. <laughs> and then everyone starts commenting underneath, you're so brave. You're beautiful heart emoji, heart emoji. Just stop it! Are we all really clinically depressed or is this just how we're meant to feel because life f***ing sucks? Life sucks! F***ing sucks. Keep the f***ing dog. No, f*** you, I gave you the house, it's my f***ing dog. Have you ever met someone who is legitimately happy? They're always dumb as shit. <laughs> so they don't know better. You ever, you ever see a happy professor? No, you haven't, because they're smart. Einstein understood the universe better than anyone. And what did he do? Help invent the atomic bomb. <laughs> We're all so miserable that even doctors have a hard time telling the difference between real illness and generally experiencing life. One study showed that less than 40% of people diagnosed with depression actually met the criteria. Doctors say the other 60% aren't depressed, they're just dumpy, unfuckable losers. <laughs> it's one thing to be aware of mental illness, but it's another to make sure people are getting treatment. 10 million adults report an unmet need for mental health care. So what if you need help, but you don't have the means to get it? I suggest you try to get yourself arrested in Cook County. We're here at Cook County Jail in Chicago. Right now it houses 9,000 inmates and it's estimated that 30% of them have mental illnesses. That makes this what's thought to be the largest mental health care provider in America right now. That's right, America's largest mental health care provider is a jail. Instead of looking down on murderers, we should commend them for getting help. <laughs> it's good that we're able to talk openly about mental illness, but we need more than a hashtag. We need better funding, better access to resources, more focus on community services, including therapy and addiction treatment, and better crisis services beyond just jails and hospitals. Because the truth is, we don't really like helping people with mental illness. It's scary and difficult, and it makes us uncomfortable, even if it's someone we love. If you need help, all too often, you're on your own. So you may have to help yourself. But how? Get arrested! <laughs> I'm not saying you have to kill someone, but a minor crime that gives the nice people who run the jail a reason to put you in treatment. Uh, hold up a convenience store after it's closed. Sell cocaine to a pigeon. Commit bank fraud by telling everyone that you're a bank. Then again, maybe, I don't know, just maybe we could take 1% of the country's military budget and put it towards improving mental health care in America. Yeah. Wait, wait. Or is that idea just too crazy? 
We'll be right back. That's our show, but before we go, there's a lot of important late-breaking news happening in my native Australia. And I like to keep up with current events back home in our reoccurring segment, What's Up Down Under? You come from an under, under. G'day, g'day. This week, an elementary school teacher in Australia was suspended for two years after a little tiny incident that barely seems worth mentioning. The woman, who can't be named, drank vodka from a water bottle, fell asleep on a computer desk in a Grade 2 science classroom and was unaware of an incident involving a child being punched. She drove her car with her own children inside while under the influence of alcohol and collapsed after drinking hand sanitizer. Why are you getting drunk at work? You're a teacher. You only work from 8 till 2. It's a job that's made for addicts. You can do a full shift and still be blackout drunk by 2.18. You get more holidays than anyone. You get 16 weeks holiday a year. With that amount of time, you can get addicted to heroin and get off it again. How much more free time do you need? And why alcohol? That would be the worst drug to try to teach on. Uh, any questions? Shut up! <laughs> you don't know me. There are plenty of other drugs that you could try teaching on, like cocaine might be a good one. <laughs> the kids would love that. Okay, so uh, today we're teaching you history, all right? Not just a little bit of history. I'm teaching all the f***ing history, right? <laughs> We're doing from zero to now, and we'll do that before f***ing recess. Then after recess, we're going to be in a band. We're going to be in a band. We're going to be best friends like that School of Rock movie. Actually, I know Jack Black. I know him. I can introduce you. Okay, I don't really know Jack Black like he's like a friend of a friend, but actually, I know, it's just a, just a black guy to call Jack. That's, but let's get started, right? I want to f*** so much, but I can't get my dick hard. That's our show! I think we can all do better. Good night. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.